listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcast into you from the western edge of Edmond, where I can almost see Piedmont from my house. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma, where it's it's my fault we're starting an hour and a half late. I'm Andrew Hoffman. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we got a, a show yes. out last week. It was three hours long. Barring some sort of amazing story that pops up. Second wind. This, yeah, this will not this be three show, hours this long. This will not yeah. be three hours. Yeah, yeah. this is just, this is not going to be three hours. So we're starting, starting at 1030 at night. So uh, Andrew, still living the commission sales life and selling water and driving a lot me still living also commission sales life new job uh good good things happening there i think lord has not let us starve yet so i think we're we're heading in the right direction right that's right yep so, uh you have a lot of stories to tell but i mean first off we got to get this out of the way are you are you i mean I want to know what's going on in your life, but I also wanted to let you know that this is episode 322. 322. The Skull and Bones. Ah, the Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones number. You were both in Skull and Bones, the secret society. It's so secret we can't talk about it. What does that mean for America? The conspiracy theorists are going to go watch. I'm sure they are. I don't know. I haven't seen the website. Number 322. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't uh, first of all, he's not the nominee, and uh, but uh, look, I look for. Are you prepared to lose? No, I'm not going to lose. You both were members of Spell and Bones, a secret society at Yale. What does that tell us? Uh, not much, because it's a secret. <laughs> Is there a secret handshake? Is there a secret code? I wish there were something secret I could manifest. Three twenty-two, a secret number. Uh, there are all kinds of secrets, Tim. But one thing is not a secret. I disagree with this president's direction that he's taking the country. We can do a better job, and I intend to do it. And we'll be watching. Be safe on the campaign trail, John Kerry. Thanks yes, for joining us, and we'll be right back. And Tim Russert died under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> 
not necessarily We're, related to that, but still. Yeah. It's a, was it mysterious? I didn't know it was mysterious. Well, I, it was It was definitely questionable. I think he... He wasn't that old. Yes, he died of a heart attack at a, a pretty young age, I think it was. Yeah, that was... Uh, you know, and he, he would ask real questions, sort of, with a smile on his face, and then just drop it. But that's a far... <laughs> far cry from where we are today where they no one would even consider asking that question yeah yeah that's true yeah no one that has access you know but yeah uh interesting word choice by john Kerry of manifest i would that i could manifest to you i thought that was a good interesting word choice as well yeah a little yeah. creepy how, how would I put this? Um, he seems better under pressure than George. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, John Kerry is one of the most unlikable people I've ever heard speak. No, I agree. I agree. But uh, it's a monotone. Like, he doesn't seem to be rattled, whereas George Bush seems like he's got some emotions under there. So, Oh, yeah. It's, which is... Yeah, I mean, Bush seemed more supposedly like the everyman type. Yeah, screw up son of the of Poppy. <laughs> Good old Poppy Bush. Yeah. <clears throat> Who, uh, you know, George W. not in the White House the night before nine eleven, but George H. W. Bush was in the White House the night before nine eleven. And in Dallas for JFK's assassination. Just getting ready for the... the uh, Cremation of care? Wait, what? Uh, Carlisle Group meeting. Ah, Carlisle Group yeah. meeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, calling up old Warren Buffett. Hey, everything going all right on your end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be... I'll, have, I'll send them to Nebraska by uh, this evening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I I meant, truth be told, I meant to do a little deep dive on Skull and Bones and did not do very but much you have, at all. You have the only clip that I really wanted, and so can I play it? Go for it. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. So, for so that's those Genesis three twenty two, Genesis three twenty two, so for which those is who, one of the theories behind the three two two. Yep, and I with, t- tend to believe it. With most occult stuff, there's multiple levels. You know, sure, it's like the what level of they tell you different stuff at every level of Freemasonry until you get to the part where they tell you the Earth is flat and there's a dome. So. <laughs> Yeah, but what if they tell you the earth is flat and there's a dome and ye shall be as gods? I'm sure that's in there too. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But uh, I, I tend to think 322 is a reference to Genesis because, I mean, let's let's really let's really break this down. I'm not speaking blasphemously in any way, but it sounds like a like a moment of weakness for God, and it seems like that's what the the. Uh, 
occult well, it's powers a, the, are kind of uh, the Gnostic, the Gnostic yeah. view of the world. You know, because yeah, I mean, let's 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 really break this down. Uh, there's a lot of layers of this thing, but he's but God is basically saying, by the way, to whom? Uh, Michael Heiser would say maybe to the divine council, but he is saying they shall be as gods, uh, and they will know good and evil. So we got to stop them, and this is right. This is Tower of Babel. We're about to uh, God's about to to scatter them uh, by language, right? No, that's later. This is the fall. This you, is the fall. Three twenty-two. We, we could play the whole ch- chapter if you want. You got it. Yeah, it's in there. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. I know, I know, I was trying to play the right one. No, you're right, I can tell now by the end of it, because he's also talking about the tree of life. So, tree of garden of good and evil. Now he's also talking about the tree of life. So, it's the fall. Okay, okay. Chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. 
In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also, and to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skins, and clothed them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims, and a flaming sword which turned every way, to keep the way of the tree of life. Hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot in there, <laughs> but yeah. the uh, just for some context of the the three twenty two verse, and that same lie, you shall not surely die, is still being told. Yeah, and you can trace it all the way down through, like you were mentioning, the Tower of Babel, all the way through ancient Egypt, the. Babylonian secret societies all all the way through it's the whole gnostic lie the inversion of of biblical reality and the idea that God's the bad guy trying to keep you down and Satan's the the good guy trying to set you free yeah so yeah just wants you to be able to do what you want and the the good the good news is is you don't even have to die transhumanism <laughs> Live forever. Yeah, well, I mean that's the that's the modern version of "You shall not die." The modern version of it. Yep, exactly. So instead of a just a parallel false religion of like, no, do these things to be saved and live forever and go to heaven and look, the heaven will be awesomer. You'll get a thousand virgins. And you'll get to, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever all the different cults teach. Uh, it's the, oh, you'll get to merge with the computer. Won't that be great? <laughs> so appealing. Uh, so I have a question for you. And I think but, I already know the answer, but I have to go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, but if you've had your, if you've had your genitalia mutilated, thanks to being brainwashed as a child, maybe merging with the machine doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, it could work. Uh, have you seen Star Wars? Uh, the original, yes. The new, new ones, no. So the original. So you've when you say original, you saw the first the original trilogy, the original or whatever, three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Because um, a lot of theories out there, considering that Hollywood is, you know, satanic in, satanic, some, yeah. in some way, and uh, kind of you've already alluded to the. The, the masonry or different levels of it, you know, where the 33rd degree, I like to tell you the, as you said, the earth is flat or that the, there's a dome and all these things. Uh, there's a, there was a theory out there and that, you know, the, this was back when YouTube was still kind of the wild west and there would just be all kinds of cool stuff on YouTube that people were presenting like, Hey, what about this? What about this? And one of them I always thought was really interesting was the idea that the good guys and bad guys were, uh, inverted 
in pop culture and movies. And if you really break it down, uh, they were getting you to root for the devil. Oh, okay. Yeah. One, one of those, and I'm not going to do a terrible job butchering it, but it always stuck with me. One, one of those Star Wars? in reference to Star Wars, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Where the Empire is like the, the Christian Empire, and then there's the, the ones who can really use the Force for, for, for good, and you just have to use the Force. And, and there's, some, there's some weird stuff in there, but Darth Vader is like a, a Jesus, like a Christ character, and it's just bizarre, but it, when you really start to look at it, you're like, whoa, this, some of this does actually add up. It's like, if they, and it would be how the Masons or the so called, you know, skull and bones or so called enlightened, that, that they, would, they would view like God and his rules would be like this evil empire that they have to, you know, Lucifer is like a Luke Skywalker character that has to overcome the empire against all odds in, uh, Anyway, there's just a lot of theories of inversion in movies to get you to root for the wrong side. Interesting. Yeah. I like the uh, analysis of Truman Show. I forget the guy's name. Oh, Oh, sure. He's done a lot of movie analysis stuff, but... Bro, I I had a, like a, an absolutely fascinating slash horrific horrifying conversation recently with some people from our church act and uh it was they were telling me about this show where they i guess they real life truman showed uh, somebody <laughs> like they went through and met, like everybody in the character everybody in the this the situation was fake like everyone except for one guy and it became a super popular show but man could you imagine <laughs> the distrust it wasn't like from birth, though. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. No, it was. Uh, let me see if I can find it. But it, it just yeah, they actually did a show. It became super popular. Yeah, where everybody's in on it except for him. The uh, the old Ron Howard. If you look at a lot of his movies, very suspicious. Yes. And if you can't, I mean, you can't trust Opie, who can you trust? Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you know this, but on uh, over-the-air television, I think it's 5.2, uh, there's the MeTV, M-E-TV, and it's like old stuff. It's like Andy Griffith, the old Batman, all the old black and white stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the Andy Griffith show back in the day. Not when it was actually on, but reruns. So you sound like you're tired. It sounds like it's 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and you are running out of energy. But it, I also know that you had a fairly exciting day. Do you want to share any of that with us? or? Sure. Yeah. So this is this was a, I don't know, I guess it could say typical day. All yeah. right. Sure. <laughs> so... I had a meeting this morning, so I went to the meeting. Then I had an appointment in Manford, Oklahoma, which it was not in a town. It was outside towards Tulsa. And, you know, you go down a few gravel roads. And this house, beautiful house. I mean, the, the guy's shop was 
amazing too. And he, he's like, there's only one bad thing about living out here and it's the water. And you can smell rotten egg smell like everywhere. Oh, you, wow. You turn the faucet on, so it's hydrogen sulfide. Sulfur, yeah. So we can we can treat that so if it's to within Jones, it. That's what uh, Hillary Clinton smells like. Yeah. <laughs> Just for, for, for It's not a good smell. For so. clarity. Yeah. Not a good so, person, actually, <clears throat> allegedly. So we can treat it within certain levels, but our... You know, it's not a suit. It's not a digital test for it. It's like a color code test. Sure. So I'm like, uh, you know, it could be okay. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, I want to sell something, obviously. And so I do all the other tests and put it in and it, put it into my little widget, you know, working on a phone all day. It's my favorite thing, working on a smartphone. So, and the widget tells me, problem water, you can't sell anything. Oh, no. You can't quote anything. Like, that's it. So, I, of course, called my boss. He called his boss just to try to see if there's any way we could, you know, weasel around it. No. So, the guy's, he's like, oh, I was... <laughs> I was going to pay like top it, dollar for everything. <laughs> he, he, he really was, though, because he was frustrated. He had, he had had stuff in there. It just keeps breaking. But the reason it keeps breaking is because there's too much hydrogen sulfide. So it's like, I I'm, can't sell you something that have it break in six months or whatever, and you're back to square one. So, So that was a bummer. And so I'm heading home. I'm like, oh, I'll go prep for the show. That was my only appointment for the day. Stopped to play golf. Just kind of randomly. Like, I had been planning on coming back to get through Guthrie. And I hadn't played those courses before. But I was like, oh, this was a fun fun course. Buffalo something out in Cushing, Oklahoma. So I... I go there, I'm on like the second hole, and I get a call like, hey, guess what? There's a, um, oh, how do you feel about doing a 9 o'clock and 6 o'clock tomorrow in Wichita? It's like, all right, I'll do it. You know, whatever. You crazy son of a gun, I'm in. (laughs) It's not like I've... Got a podcast where I'll be up till one in the morning tonight, and then have to get up at four to to drive to Wichita, or, or no, actually five. But um, so I'm like, no, oh, that's fine. He's like, oh well, I got a, a six o'clock lead for you, and it's pretty close to where you're at. I'm like, oh great, I'll take it. He's like, well, there's there's one detail I haven't told you. <laughs> I'm like, well, what's that? He's like, well, it's a it's a clothing optional community. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? As long as they're okay with me wearing clothes, I'll take it. So yeah, I had an appointment and made a sale in a, in a, what's often called a nudist colony. So <laughs> wow, 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 wow! So they. 
you know, they explained it to me. It's They said it's the safest place you could ever be. They do background checks on everyone who lives there and don't allow any, you know, anyone with a record of being a creep in there. And they watch out over the, the neighbors and, you know, make sure there's no funny business going on. But, uh, and it, you know, I mean, they're all waving to each other. And it, it's, I'll tell you what, they know their neighbors a lot more than I know my neighbors <laughs> here in, in this little suburb. I'll put it that way. So, <laughs> not even referring to <clears throat> how much of them, you know, you see, but, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, made, made a sale and then called you because it was just about 9 o'clock when I finished up all the paperwork, so, and I still had to drive back, so. There you go. That all was, right. yep, that's why it's still a little tough to do. We've got a few potential interviews lined up, but it's kind of tough to schedule it when crazy stuff like that can happen, but. I guess if we'd had an interview, you could have just done it without me, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess should we tell everybody we had a pretty crazy interview lined up. We got Donald Trump, and uh, <laughs> Trump was going to be interviewed on our show. And I'm like, no, I got to go to the nudist colony. Sorry, Donald. Yeah, he Andrew, said he under he understood. Andrew texted and said, "Hey, <laughs> this is this is what we got to do," and I think the. I don't even know if that would be a big interview for our particular audience. Trump responded with... I think uh, we would get, like, more... Trump responded like, with something like, don't forget the art, art of a deal, Andrew. <laughs> and I was like, you know what the best part about Andrew is? And he goes, water. Some say amazing water. Some say the best water. I say at least one of the top waters I've ever tasted. And yeah, I was like, yes, yeah, I get that. Uh, what, what movie was it? Uh, Craig up in Stillwater always he says I'm enjoying my high quality H2O. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's Waterboy. It is water. It is Waterboy. Okay. Andrew the yeah. Waterboy. How have I not put this together <laughs> so far? This is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. This is amazing. Andrew the Waterboy. He's out there just 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 getting the water. Water going. Yep. And uh yep, so that was that was kind of a turning point. It really was that the James Corbett's interview which generated a, a few leads and a couple sales and that definitely <laughs> helped me make it through some some dry start times there. So some lean times from James Corbett to the rescue. I mean, he's he just you know drops in, puts on his cape. Yeah, <laughs> goes on vacation, records about fifteen interviews, <laughs> gives while on vacation multiple days of presentations. That's uh, presents to the Ottawa <laughs> Citizens Committee. <laughs> Not what I would call a vacation, but. <laughs> Uh, and the whole time, the whole time, I was waiting for my comment to be moderated and <laughs> let through. It wasn't, so I no longer listen to anything else <laughs> because yeah. how he responds to my particular input is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
Am I am Americaning, <coughs> right? Correctly. Yeah, but most of the people that I heard from were long-term Corbetiers, right? Ah, Corbetiers. But I did hear from a lady who's like, oh, I you know heard your podcast. I was like, oh, okay, you listen to James Corbett. She's like, no, never heard of his show. Someone posted it on Telegram, on a Telegram channel. That was like the first James Corbett thing she'd she'd seen. So I was like, well, so they came across us first. They came across that interview first. So I was like, you know, if you're. She was uh, oh, what my they call sweet, my sweet summer child. She she was uh, she's like. Do you think they could get someone here who hasn't been vaccinated? I'm I'm worried about uh, you know being exposed to that. Like I'm a, like hey you know you should check out James Corbett's old stuff and <laughs> our old stuff. You'll find some way back pre COVID there, but yeah. So you remember that super cringe moment in the uh, in the middle of the pandemic, where the the like super lefty soccer moms were trying to signal to each other by putting numbers, like putting uh, finger digits on their on their other arms. So take your right arm, cross it, put some put some fingers, hold up two digits, and then put it on your arm, like signaling, like, hey, two, I got two two vaccines right there, three <laughs> three vaccines right here, just three. I- yeah, I was, it was a super. Believe it or moment. not, the the highly vaxxed soccer mom is not uh, not part of my mil, milieu. As yeah. They say. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. if you're selling Range Rovers in Seattle, it could be. So <laughs> I wanted to let you know that uh, that was the thing. Y- huh? You should come up with a uh, some sort of a signal, like the she's like, "Hey, I want an unvaccinated person to come in here," and you're you're just like, you know, like you like point at your heart and then like shake your head, like Mm-mm, like. Yeah, Nothing. not if she was in Oklahoma, it would not be a problem. But uh, yeah, it was. So I, so far, I have had I've had multiple customers ask if I've took the COVID vaccine, and I just say no, and without fail, it's been like, oh, good, <laughs> like that's been the response. I haven't had anyone. Uh, I'm sure there's some who would, but they haven't asked that question. So. Uh, you know, and I, I I haven't had that question asked of me in a very very long time. Uh, but when it was first starting to be asked of me when I was in Seattle working with the public, like I was, uh, I remember very specifically the first few times I was asked it was like people. This one, this one uh, Chinese American, Chinese American. So I think she was from China, or her parents. Or she was at. She, her parents were from China at best. Like I think she may have immigrated herself, but um, I remember her asking me and like really looking hard at like how I was responding. Like <laughs> more, more, and and honestly felt like more than she wanted to judge me on my answer. Like she was like desperately searching for someone else to like help her to feel better about what her choice was going to be. You know what I mean? It was just this weird moment. I was like, uh. So she she was going to get vaccinated? or I, what? Think, I honestly think she was. But she was even cagey about that. And she's like, you're going to do it too, right? Right? Like, like, wanted me to kind of validate her answer. Wow. Interesting. 
and uh, I, I am well known in my family for uh, deflecting uh, when I need to. I don't mind uh, confrontation if I need to, but if I can just uh, deflect and get out of it and allow people to just think whatever it is they want to think, I will do that. So I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I've got some uh, inoculate, or what was? No, not inoculation. It was so no, it was. I, Aaron, I bet immunized was that? Aaron I think, no, I think did. Aaron Rodgers did say he was immunized, or no, I think he said inoculated because I think that includes being infected. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, and they hated him and and ran him out of town. <coughs> Yeah, now he's in New York. Well, sort of New York. So wild. Uh, the congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Did you watch any of the NBA playoffs? Um, let's see. No. No, none at all. So, no. Yep. I think it was mainly on, uh, like cable. It was it? ESPN. Yeah, yeah. But Jokic got got himself a. Got himself a ring. I watched the festivities. I watched the final game. Uh, he looked like he couldn't care less. Very humble guy. He, I saw a clip where they were talking about his response to, like, hey, you won the championship. And he puts his head in his hands and he's like, when is the parade? No, no the, so the, the actual clip is, are you ready for the parade? And then he puts his head in his hand and says, "I don't know when is the parade." And then, <laughs> and then she, she tells they're like him, Thursday or whatever. And he's like, "No, I'm not ready for this." And then he proceeds to tell him, "Like, I've been he's like, I want to go home. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been working. This is work. Nobody likes to work for this long. I would like to go home." Yeah, <laughs> not really the media darling that uh, you know. I don't know if the Nuggets. I mean, I think they're good enough to win some more championships, but I don't know if they're gonna. If the powers that shouldn't be, the media powerhouse will keep them in the spotlight. Because, man, this is not the uh, divide. This is supposed to be your whole life. Yeah, this is not the divide and conquer, <laughs> you know, LeBron slash Steph Curry slash controversy slash, you know, Kyrie Irving slash Kevin Durant's like drama that everything's going to play out. It's like, oh, so there's this humble dude from Bosnia, Serbia. And he's super duper. He treats good at it like a job. <laughs> he treats it like a job. He like, is the only person to lead the NBA in rebounds, assists, and points throughout the playoffs. Kind of amazingly good. Super soft spoken and treats it like a job. Like yeah. they handed him the MVP trophy for the deal. He like almost handed it to his one or two year old son who was there with him. Like, here you you want this? <laughs> just like I was just thinking, like, man, this kid's gonna look back like, man, my dad barely even cared about that thing. He tried to give it to me. Yeah, I mean hopefully it is just like humility and groundedness and not like severe depression, but Yeah, no, I I, I it reads to me as humility and groundedness. Like like Yeah. His brothers his brothers look more excited than he was. <laughs> he was yeah. His brothers and his wife all freaking out. So all right, well, that concludes the sports section since you didn't watch it. And that was, I'm going to be honest, I watched, let's call it 
50%, somewhere in there, 40 to 50% of that game. And that was the most of any game I watched all year. So, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I bet this is going to be the last game of the season. I'll check it out. But I, I am aware of uh, Vegas winning the NHL Stanley Cup. I oh. didn't watch that either, but I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So they got a team like three minutes ago and already won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, five years ago, but yeah, yeah it was five years. They've ago. this is already the second time they've been to the to the finals. So this this is this is in line with your your uh, yeah state, new franchise theory. or build the stadium. Yeah. 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 Wow. And I, oh, let's see. Is the Super Bowl in Las Vegas next year? Great question. It seems like because a- it it always used to be too obvious, so they wouldn't have you go to the Super Bowl the same year that they gave your new stadium the Super Bowl, like to host it. But then then they did it with the Rams. So. Yeah, that's true. Twenty twenty four Super Bowl tickets in Las Vegas. So. I don't think there's any way Las Vegas... If Las Vegas makes the Super Bowl, it's definitely rigged. Oh, yeah. Because sure. they're terrible. They're terrible right now, yeah. yeah. And in a really difficult division, so... Yeah. Yep. yeah. If they even make the playoffs, it's a little suspicious, but... I yeah. would agree. All right. Now we're done with the sports section. So, you know, not taking the vaccines, but I do find a way to get uh, injected with poisons from time to time. And I've had, uh, I've had three tick bites in the last, I don't know, month. You're kidding me. No. So, and huh. I don't know if it's related, but yeah, not, not great. Uh, I had been doing quite a bit better as far as not being symptomatic with whatever gunk I was having for a long time, but uh, now it all came back. So it's like, well, I got to get up early tomorrow, but that's probably fine because, you know, woke up at five this morning, couldn't go back to sleep. So it's kind of a normal, normal deal. Just random migrating pain. Like, oh, I kind of pulled my left Achilles heel, I don't know, three months ago. Hasn't gone away. <laughs> Just stuff like that, but oh man! Yeah. So you, you got to watch out for the ticks in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I even did anything crazy. It's just I think it either my own backyard, literally, or we went to a lake and walked on a paved trail that, for a very short distance down to the lake, went through like a tiny bit of tall grass that you barely had to brush against but yeah. do you mind if i ask where where were you bitten uh right on i found one i was laying in bed and one foot touched the other calf mm-hmm. and i was like what's that bump so i got up and went and looked at it and it was a tick embedded in my basically calf uh, another one was like right below the belt line oof and then uh, one of them 
the first one it was i think just on uh like my chest so oh, goodness yeah so many questions and i know you don't have the answers to them so it's just like man do they do they smell you like i have a taste for do, you? They like, yeah, do, do they know yeah they know like exactly. oh, yeah i don't know yeah so i heard that that was a segue okay so I <laughs> a brutal, brutal segue. I do have one more clip. So I was listening to this was a, a replay on Extreme Health Radio of Bill Rawls talking about Lyme and other stealth microbes. And I thought this was an interesting explanation. This is the original interview was done twenty seventeen. They just put it back out recently, but uh, kind of an interesting way of looking at it. These other things that we call stealth microbes, Borrelia, Mycoplasma, Borrelia, uh, Bartonella, mm-hmm. um, and so many others, probably many, many that we don't really understand yet, they're just on the other side. They're just beyond our normal flora. So our immune system recognizes them, and that's why people don't get sick very much from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Our immune system immediately recognizes these things. Um, but they're very stealthy. So as soon as they get on board from that tick, they go deep. They clear the bloodstream very, very rapidly, and they they penetrate as deeply into tissues as they possibly can. Hmm. So they, they disseminate throughout the body very rapidly. How do they do that? They infect white blood cells. Uh, Very specifically, they have the ability, all of these stealth microbes have the ability to infect cells. Um, And they infect white blood cells and, and are carried by the white blood cells to different regions of the body. Once there, they manipulate that white blood cell to produce inflammatory messengers called cytokines that drives more white blood cells into that area and it generates inflammation which breaks down tissues which allows them to get at the resources they need. One of the prime things they want is collagen. So where do you find collagen? Brain, eyes, heart, muscles, joints, Joints. skin. Right, right. That's That's where you find all the symptoms. So it's not as much direct damage by the microbe as it is the microbe manipulating the immune system to generate local inflammation and systemic inflammation. So you have all these weird symptoms, you know, migrating joint pain, eye pain on one side, brain fog, all of this weird stuff happening throughout the body. That is very difficult for doctors to understand. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's frustrating to doctors and and really frustrating to patients. I think it kind of ties together some of the stuff we talked about with inflammation and and then all the Lyme stuff too. But and it's not just Lyme that he's talking about, which is why uh, some of the other syndrome type things, you know, where they're <laughs> okay, we admit something's going on, but we don't know what's causing it, so we'll just call it a syndrome. Sure. So this this could be what's going on. So for him, he was a, or I think he still is, but he was a OBGYN doctor who you know would be on 
24-hour shifts. And he said when he was younger, you know, no problem. Like up all night, be able to sleep the day after, no problem. And he got in his late 40s and all of a sudden it just started messing him up like no other. And that's when he found out he had Lyme. So he, he said he was probably carrying this stuff with him for probably decades. But then at some point your body whether it's some other trauma or just breaking down from lack of good sleep or whatever else, you know, then it kind of gets out of control. So it was a, an interesting perspective. I didn't agree with all this, all the stuff he said in the interview, but I thought that that part was good. And I intended to get a few more clips, but uh, that's all we got for tonight. Sure. Sure. I, uh, I came across, Somebody in this last week that I didn't get any clips from her because she was, I don't know, her her voice was strange. Her voice was annoying. And I didn't think it would be the best version of a clip I could get for the show, but I'll, I'll have to bring some uh, next week. But she was somebody who had Lyme disease, a uh, young YouTuber, and she was managing her Lyme disease with intermittent fasting and trying to kind of reset all of her functions by giving her body a break from so she was doing the 16 8 fast where she was basically she wouldn't eat for 16 hours a day and then eat for eight and then talked about how it helped her manage some of her Lyme symptoms which I thought was kind of fascinating yeah yeah so you're kind of yeah so the the nature path I went to same thing you know intermittent fasting but he was also the one who's like, because I'm like, well, should I do like a full day? Not, you know, mm-hmm. of fasting or longer. And he's like, oh no, don't do that. And yeah, so it's there's some different opinions out there, but so I don't know. I think the long longer term fasting could be good too. But yeah, for sure, intermittent fasting. Um, I have heard. Some women, it doesn't work well for them. It usually works well for for men, but interesting. Yeah. Well, and I found this clip, which is somewhat tied. It's not uh, about Lyme disease, but this is Dr. Lee Merritt, and I swear, this clip that she that I that I found of her talking about uh, cancer was paraphrased on one of Chris White's podcasts a while back, like something that he read or came across and then brought oh, yeah. his podcast. He was No, he he told me he had looked into her stuff quite a bit. So, well, this yeah, yeah, as soon as I heard this, I was like I feel like somebody I know heard this clip and added this to his presentation, but this was I thought at least a a good little clip for us to remember when we start talking about uh cancer. Uh we're talking about parasites. We're po- or we're talking about Lyme, we're talking about parasites. Which is admitted, right? It's, but it's a it's an admitted thing, except that the government is not admitting that it's real. Like that that there's as many as much Lyme yeah, I mean, in this country as there is. They've they've kind of given up on that. They've just like, yeah, just just uh, just remember it's just ticks. Just remember it's just ticks. Okay. So not, moved on to it. not anything else. No bioweapons pro. <clears throat> no bioweapons programs or anything. Uh, Fort Detrick. Nothing. Don't look into that. Just uh, don't look into 
all of a sudden there's alpha gal syndrome in the year 2000. Where did that come from? Yeah. Yeah. You know, also, if you look into Lyme disease and the COVID vaccines, there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of information there. Yeah. Strangely. So anyway, this is Lee Merritt talking about cancer. Because another dirty little secret that's come out in all this is that, that we've been ignoring the, in, the issue of parasites and cancer. The, I, the NIH is not because they've got a million studies on ivermectin and cancer. But doctors all over the world now are showing videos. And there was a German uh, research project years ago in the 90s, I think, showing cancer was parasites, intracellular parasites. Right. If you look at, the, if you look at um, a cancer um, metastasis like, or, or an, an uh, adenocarcinoma of the bowel, for example, or, or breast cancer under the light microscope, it's almost ing- it's essentially indistinguishable from these parasite egg sacs. Now, Brian Artis, who's a chiropractor, but it's very interesting and very good researcher on this stuff, he said he he has a friend who's a 40-year Egyptian parasitologist, and he asked him, and he pointed this out to him. He said, hey, you know, I've been looking at this this cancer and versus the parasite egg sacs, and they look identical under the microscope. And this guy got real wide-eyed and said, in 40 years in parasitology, not one oncologist has told me, has made that association, but we talk about it all the time in parasitology circles. I translated saying, they know that cancer is parasites. They're not speaking because they don't want to lose their funding. Well, so you had that reaction. I had the reaction of, didn't I play that clip? Did you already play this clip? I think so. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Maybe not though. I'm, you know. I swear. Either way, it was good. It's it's a great clip. Good. It's a good clip. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like parasites, intercellular parasites. So, is that what we're talking about with the Lyme disease as well? Is it an intercellular well, I mean, parasite? So the the Lyme disease thing, there's there is like one particular bacteria, and they can test for it, but that does not. You can have that and not be sick. And you can be sick and not have that. So is that the full story? No. Right. So. <clears throat> there's all sorts of co-infections. Um, and there's all sorts of stuff that you could be carrying and not even know it. Um, that you can get from ticks. So it could. Or from each other. So it's. It can be passed mother to child. It can be passed between spouses. You know, I mean, it's it's like the <laughs> everyone knows this, but <clears throat> except the it's not the official story for some reason. It's like oh no, just a tick and you'll get a bullseye rash. It's like okay, not really. You might get a bullseye rash, but most people don't. So. Well, I picked a tick off my son's head last year, and there was no bullseye rash, so hopefully he's good. <laughs> I sent the tick off. I think you were the one that told me, like, there's places you can send it. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, it's worth worth checking. I almost trust the tick testers more than the people testers. So, sure. Less political. (laughs) Right. So, but yeah, it's, it's just something to keep in mind. I mean, pretty much, well, I don't know. They say pretty much every kid's going to get bit by ticks at some point. So, but if you're aware of it happening, uh, definitely put a little memory marker on it. So if it, it's like, hey, what's going on with little, you know, little offspring of mine? Uh, something to keep in mind. So, sure. Well, what do we got? What's next? Are we are we wrapping it up? What are we? <laughs> Uh, my voice is struggling, sorry people, but uh, we got some stories, we should at least talk about the stories, even if okay. I'm not really up for reading any long stories, but you got some stuff in there. Uh, Ted Kaczynski's dead. Yeah. So, I think he... <laughs> Theodore Kaczynski probably did just kill himself. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. If, it, if they were going to kill him off, it's not like he was at an imminent release date or... I don't know. But I haven't looked into it. I'm just... He was 81 years old and miserable old cancer-ridden atheist so that's <laughs> so there's they're gonna put that in his tombstone this is miserable old cancer-ridden atheist yeah and uh wrong about wrong about god he knows that now so it's that old it, it's kind of amazing to me that someone that smart that would question the entire you know, technology, right? Mm-hmm. Never once, like, is there any chance I'm being lied to about evolution, the age of the earth, the science in general? You know, this particular branch of science that I know really well, I know is lying to me, but I'll just assume and base my life on the fact that all other, you know, anthropology, uh, evolutionary biology that they've all got their stuff figured out. So that was a a poor choice. I tend to think of him as a victim. I know that he obviously was a perpetrator of of, of you know maiming people, and I think he may have even killed a couple people with his bombs. But uh, I tend to think of him as a victim of MK Ultra programming, right? Like I think whatever was done to him at Harvard. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think that sort of thing lasts. I don't think that's a victim of MK Ultra and all the. I don't know if they give. Did they give him LSD? Yeah, I think I remember that. I think I remember. So and then there was yeah, there's. They did weird stuff to him for sure. Yep. Um, And then just you know going to Harvard will mess you up too, but. (laughs) That's where he got all his all his facts. About anthropology and tribes, and this is why you know we're all based on evolution, and that's why we need to 
live a certain way and that's why technology is going to kill us all. It's like, I mean, he had some good critiques, but uh, very poor solutions, even apart from the, uh, you know, blowing people up approach. Yeah, it's like the worst episode of Terminator 2 of all time. Like, it just, I don't know. I always felt like, okay, I agree with a lot of what he wrote. And then the people he goes after to kill, not like there's any right or wrong people to kill, but it was just some weird, it was like CEO of an air, like, wasn't there like an airline president? And this is like some rant, like, right. Yeah. Or, or just some math professor or something, you know, it's It's really, really weird. I mean, why don't you take out Bill Gates? Just kidding. I didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't saying that. It was a joke. I mean, I was just saying if I was, you know, yeah. MK ultra, they, they don't, tell you to go take out the their own progeny right yeah that's that's all i can yeah go uh go shoot ronald reagan or go shoot uh rfk or ends with a kennedy somebody's name ends with a kennedy yeah or the was it the who was it that supposedly did the shooting even though he didn't and then just sat on the curb waiting to be arrested hinkley no because hinkley was reagan right someone that's else that's what you're talking about uh, no i was thinking of a different one but well there's yeah, hinkley same, who same killed, program well same program but somebody sat is it the guy after he killed uh Kenneth or lennon lennon yeah john lennon Yeah. yeah, so there's, uh, on a story that's right up our alley, I think you put it in there, J.P. Morgan Chase to pay $209 million, $290 million to settle with Epstein's victims. Oh, but Jamie Dimon doesn't go to jail? Weird. So you make, you know, billions of dollars off... Oh, drug trafficking or whatever. In this case, sex trafficking. And, oh, if you get caught, you get sued. You just pay them off with a fine of money that's, you know, you're able to loan loan out to people out of thin air. So, it's quite the scam. Yeah, for those of you who who haven't listened to it, I think uh, the Valuetainment podcasts uh patrick bet david he interviewed um whitney webb that was an amazing she like cried in that interview that was an amazing yeah interview. we we played a short clip from it yeah but i think they touch but, uh, but they touch on the epstein stuff there yeah you you've heard the whole thing i haven't heard the whole thing it's but. a it's a really good interview but she like yeah. gets teary-eyed about her grandparents and just talks about why she moved out of the country in the first place and just more a little bit more uh, personal than it usually is, which is which is really kind of refreshing. But anyway, they talked a lot about what's going on with Epstein and what's going on with Jamie Dimon. And yeah, it's just... Uh, I mean, uh, this is going to sound insane and definitely kind of counter to the purpose of our show. But like, if you have a bunch of money in the bank, wouldn't Chase be like the safe place to put it? <laughs> Not that money in oh, any I bank mean, is safe, but I'm just saying, of all the banks to fail, it seems like that one's the one that's been like 
kissed in like ah, this one's gonna keep going <laughs> you, just well, to, I, you just have to get yeah. a digital id and, and implant your debit card under your skin or whatever before you get yeah there. it's just why not just have an account directly with the federal reserve you'll <laughs> have your opportunity soon what could be more safe than that <laughs> this, does it got blockchain Figuring out what to do with bank accounts of more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars is not uh, not high on my list of problems to figure out. <laughs> I'm not talking about ones over two fifty. I'm just talking about in general. Like, would they be last for a bail in? Well, I mean, you it's kind of all equal up to two fifty. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, so there you go. no, do you, you know support? Credit union, you know, your Small. local community credit, credit unions. Yeah. Do a little research, but yeah, we can't just. No, this I'm not, was, I'm not saying the whole not the point. Answer. The whole I point understand. of this was was chasing people into the big banks. I understand, so, but yeah. that thought be, it's working because I think that thought crossed my mind. I'm just mentioning, being honest with everybody, yeah. letting them know that crossed my mind. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can do business with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Joke around in emails about children, and nobody goes to jail. Yeah, you just pay a just pay a settlement, admit no wrongdoing. How long? So I know this uh, Virgin Islands. Or excuse me, is it the Virgin Islands or the Bahamas? How long? Yeah, I think it. How long yeah. until this person's dead? I know they're fired, but like, holy moly, this has really brought some. Yeah, good for. Good for them. Unwanted, unwanted <laughs> it's scrutiny like a, upon Jamie Dimon and it just his ilk. It's like, oh, we forgot. It, you know, we've got New York covered. We've got London or the whatever right. the, the city of London, sure, or whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah, we we got it all covered, and the Virgin Island, the U.S. Virgin Islands, is gonna Bring push this thing through. Yeah. So. Good for them. Good yeah. for and in uh, in related news, Target launches new kids clothing line with partner Ghislaine Maxwell. You you did this last week. <laughs> it says five days ago. Yeah, it's yeah. Why does but, it say five? Is this, is Instapaper faulty? Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, I think maybe we, it was open five days ago. I don't know. Everything that has a heart next to it that's liked that's from last week. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Why don't friend. you just de- delete it all? Well, here's the thing, Andrew. I have to manually copy and paste everything into the show notes. And this last week, I just put, I liked everything. So okay. That I didn't have to do that. I just clicked, everybody could just click one link or bring them to our Instapaper page and it would show every story we talked about. This oh. week, I'll do the same thing. Then I'll archive the old ones. So, all right. That's why I did it. Well, I mean, at least Instapaper still exists. Yeah, Instapaper existed when the show started. Instapaper still exists to this day. Yeah. It's Unlike Neva best. Spaces. <laughs> Unlike Neva at all. Yeah, Neva at all. Neva's folding completely. It's like, hey, we're starting a new search engine, and you're going to pay for a subscription, but we're going to be independent. And then it's like, hey, don't even worry about paying. Like, just keep using it. And hey, we're gonna focus on AI, and we're shutting down spaces, and and we're out of business. <laughs> and it's gone. You know the angel angel gone. investor money, and it's gone. 
That so. was looking back. That was a very last gasp desperation. Like we're an AI company because <laughs> AI is cool now. Like, look, it types out words to give you your search results. <laughs> you know what they could have done? They should have put it on the blockchain. If it would have been, yeah, on, we're a would, blockchain dude, company, dude. If it would have been on the blockchain, a Neva chain, Neva chain, Neva chain, blockchain, it would have been, it would have been in there. Uh, I thought this story was interesting uh, because I've been looking further into the Apple versus Android versus how bad is your smartphone spying on you versus, I mean, this whole new Apple thing, it's almost, I was hoping it would be a complete flop, but everybody who reviews the goggles computer says says it's amazing. for the goggles? Yeah. Well, no, this isn't for the goggles, but I'm just talking about Apple in general. Okay. Everybody who I've heard review it said that it's amazing. It seems like the future. And I'm just, uh, this is one, we're one step closer to just a complete, like, ready player one dystopia. <laughs> Did you ever read that book? Uh, ready player one dystopia. No. No, it was just called Ready Player One, was the name of the book. No. It's, it was a kid's book. It was along the lines of, uh, kind of like the Hunger Games type of thing. But yeah, it was basically based on a video game. You, you put the video game on. Everybody lives in these like giant stacks of mobile homes, and uh, you know the the real world like really sucks. So they all put on these headsets and live in this like fake world. Yeah, if you make the real world suck bad enough, you can makes it easier to sell your metaverse or whatever you're trying to sell. Yeah, but. and that's every time I see these things going well, I think, oh no, here we go, one player. But I thought this was interesting so, because... Oh, go ahead. Well. Hit me. What's your so question? So you, you could tell... I think a lot about this stuff. And you I could know. tell how interested I am in spending $3,500 on a, yep. you know, Apple goggle device. Yeah. So it is clear... Like, So you're seeing out, right? Oh, no, no, no. So uh, I can tell you. What do you want to know? Ask me questions. So first off, it's not clear. That's just a screen of your eyes. Okay. So that's, so that's first. Can I walk down the street with this on? Definitely not. Nope. Nope. So it's just for... Your house. You're sitting in a chair or standing in a padded room. Yeah, sitting... Yeah. This is going to be used... People, people are going to put this in their living room. They're going to use this on the couch. Okay. All right. Any other questions? So you're just staring at a screen really close, which yep. used to be like, "Hey, don't don't sit so close to the TV, kid." Right. Yeah. But now but, we're just it's two inches from your eyeball or less. No, yeah. No problems there. Yeah. No, we're not. I'm sure it's been thoroughly safety thoroughly tested. safety tested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is augmented reality, so it is going to show you your room and then have screens or icons over the the reality like over your room that you're in so it's showing you the room that you're in but via camera yes okay and then it can put whatever else exactly. in there exactly and then, so you can do like minority report style yes, things literally with yes. like moving yes. boxes around yep, exactly swiping the boxes like minority. i don't report. have to use that annoying mouse anymore exactly. multiple yep, screens exactly. i just you know yep okay. and it actually has like three or four cameras aimed directly at your eyeballs and you as you move your eyeballs you select things 
With your eyes. With your eyes. <laughs> Did you watch that little clip I sent you? You sent me a little clip? Yeah, well, I sent you a video of the review, and I said skip to this part, this like one-minute review, part of this review. I'm not aware of this. I guess I missed it. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, he, but he. So this is the same guy I was talking about last week, Marquez Brownlee, a uh, young African American kid who became bigger. Where he was than, kind of freaked out by it. Yeah, but he became, he he also reviewed it, and said it was amazing. He couldn't believe kind of how cool some of the stuff was. But he is, you know, he's Mister Technology. He brought himself up from nothing to like, you know, bigger than Wired magazine or all the quote unquote top reviewers. Uh, he rightly pointed out, I should have clipped it. I didn't know you didn't listen to it, but I could play it for you now if I had it. Uh, but he rightly pointed out there. So there is a feature that allows you to, if you are wearing the goggles, you can record everything that's happening to like in the room you're in, in 3d. And so what <laughs> happens then is you can go back and it shows an example of, uh, kid having his first birth or you know blowing out candles on his birthday and then later this dad going back and watching like almost like he's like completely reliving the experience like he's in the room and marquez you know rightly calls out he's like i hate this function because i can't get the idea out of my head that instead of enjoying the moment the dad has goggles on to record the moment for later without living it at that time no kidding it's like the uh okay so lebron was trying to break a scoring record right uh-huh. and there's a picture lebron of course missed the shot so <laughs> you know because it's lebron let's face it guy can really shoot but uh he misses the shot but everyone is standing up, watching, thinking they're witnessing history, and every single person except one old guy has their phone out. Yep. And the one guy, no cell phone in sight, Phil Knight. <laughs> Just standing there watching. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, he's over 80 years old or whatever. It's like, <laughs> I mean, come on. What do you, like... People look forward, to, you know, you spent, a, most of those people spent a ton of money on those tickets to be yep. there for that event. Yep. And you went there to hold up a phone so you can have some screen. some lousy yep. second rate video of something that will have professional photography. <laughs> you know, there will be recordings of it. You don't need your own, but yep. whatever. It's, yep. No, that's a, that's a great point. This is even more in your face because it's not just holding up a phone where you can still kind of see around you. You're yeah, wearing it's, it's a that mask on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. You're wearing a mask. And anyway, it was. I'm proud of him. Good for him for rightly, even though he's a complete tech head and loves all you know all the new technologies and stuff. Is still rightly calling out like this is weird. This is you know giving me real life Black Mirror vibes. I think I sent you that. That was the first comment on his review. I've never got such strong real life Black Mirror vibes <laughs> from from a product before, but it's true. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's it, unfortunately though, I could see it be in the future, especially and, and uh, mark my words, this and I think Adam Curry was kind of hot on it too. Not that he likes it, but he thinks it's going to be a hit. 
mark my words, this will lead to a furthering of like people separating from each other. You know what I mean? When how people don't talk yeah, to each other anymore. Yeah, it's bad enough. It's all the te- their phones know, out, text yeah. and everything else. This is going to be more of that. More kind of immersion, stay in your own pod. I mean, eventually we can just live in a pod. Like, who even needs to leave your pod? If you get some food, Uber yeah. Eats to your pod, you just, you know, stay on your computer for hours at a time. That should be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, and the uh, one of the new Project 86 videos on the transhumanist dystopia. Like the main character gets his eyeballs burned out to make way for the special goggles to more readily plug into the system. So, you know. There you go. Well, this is the sort of stuff that I am watching because I am into trying to kind of monitoring technology, see what's going on. I have had a Graphene OS phone for the last year and a half. I know Andrew had one for a long time. Um, the big claim of Apple is that they are private, they keep their stuff private. You know, they keep your information. They make sure not to sell it to anybody. That whereas Google is like, hey, we got this info. You know, they claim to anonymize it. This person, well, not, we won't tell you this person's name, but this is their profile. What ads would you like to sell them? Whereas Apple says, no, 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 we don't do any of that. We keep your privacy top, top of top of mind, top notch. Make sure that you, you know, pay a bunch of money for our uh, device, and then you don't have to worry about security and whatnot. Well, something happened at the end of last year, which I found to be interesting. I had not really uh, saw this because once you divorce yourself from the Apple world, there's no reason to keep up with it. And uh, even though it's just like the most important thing to like most of America. And it's weird too. like the other strange dichotomy of like in America, the United States, Apple iPhone is like the majority. It feels like and, and Androids are the minority. Whereas in the whole rest of the world, it's the exact opposite. Like Androids are the majority and Apple iPhones are the minority. So just a weird deal. But anyway, I came up with this. uh, This came out from Gizmodo, Australia, I think last year, November 8th, 2022. So a very current story, but I think still super relevant. Apple is tracking you even when its own privacy setting says it's not. New research says... For all of Apple's talk about how private your iPhone is, the company vacuums up a lot of data about you. iPhones do have a privacy setting that's supposed to turn off that tracking. According to a new report by independent researchers, though, Apple collects extremely detailed information on you with its own apps, even when you turn off tracking. An apparent direct contradiction of Apple's own description of how the privacy protection works. The iPhone analytics setting sets an explicit promise, turn it off, and Apple says it will disable the sharing of device analytics altogether. However, Tommy Misk and Talal Haj Bakri, two app developers and security researchers of the software company Misk, told a uh, took a look at the data collected by a number of Apple iPhone apps, the App Store, Apple Music, Apple TV, Apple Books, and stocks, and they found analytics control and other privacy settings had no obvious effect on Apple's data collection. The tracking remained the same whether the iPhone analytics was switched on or off. The level of detail was shocking for a company like Apple. The recent changes that Apple has made to the App Store ads should raise many privacy concerns. It seems that the App Store on Apple uh, iOS 14.6 sends every tap you make in the app to Apple. This data is set in one request usage and personal ads are turned off 
So the App Store appears to harvest information about every single thing you did in real time, including what you tap on, which uh, apps you search for, what ads you saw, how long you looked at a given app, and how you found it. The app sent, sent details about you and your device, as well as including ID numbers, what kind of phone you're using, screen resolution, languages, whether you're connected to the internet, how you're connected to the internet, and notably the kind of information commonly used for referring uh, commonly used for device fingerprinting. Opting out or switching off the personalized options did not reduce the amount of detailed analytics that the app was sending, Miss said. I switched all the possible options off, namely personalized ads, personalized recommendations, and usage sharing data analytics. Apple did not respond to requests for comment. We'll update the story as it goes. Uh... Oh, but I mean, they didn't. I mean, sure, it's being it's tracking, but we won't look at it if we tell you that we're it's private, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know it's tough to turn that stuff off. Yeah, yeah. Privacy is one of the main issues that Apple uses to set its products apart from the competitors. It emblazoned twelve point nine. One nine million billboards of the iPhone with the simple slogan "Privacy." That's iPhone. The ads run across the world for months, but the company is slowly introducing many of the internet's privacy issues into the once sacrosanct Apple ecosystem. Apple's working hard to build an advertising empire. Apple's ad network runs on your personal information, just like the one Google and Meta operate, albeit in a very, in a much more reserved way. Along the way, Apple developed a convenient definition of what privacy means and lets the company criticize its rivals' privacy practices while harvesting your data for similar purposes. Apple says you shouldn't <laughs> think of what it does as tracking. According to the website, Apple's advertising platform does not track you, meaning that it does not link your user or device uh, data collected from our apps with other user data device collected from third parties for targeted advertising or advertising measurements purposes and does not share user device data with its data brokers. In other words, it's not tracking you unless you're linking together all the data collected by services from different companies. If one company, Apple, is collecting the data, then by Apple's definition, that's not tracking. Of course, that's different from the definition of tracking that everyone else seems to use. Yeah. <laughs> it's no surprise that Apple is collecting analytics information. The practice is laid out in its privacy policy, and almost every app and device you use probably asks for analytics. But, Miss said he's stunned at the level of detail. I expect it from a company like Apple that believes that privacy is a fundamental human right to collect more generic analytics. What happens on your iPhone stays in your iPhone unless you count the mountains of information that your iPhone sends back to Apple. <laughs> and that they are using to say, oh, we can put your stupid little ad in front of this segment of the population. Correct. And that's the funniest part is... Which is exactly what Google's promise is. Right. But so, but Google's promise is we will sell your data. That's why everything is free. But we'll anonymize it. Apple is saying we will never sell your data. With your data, we are, with, with your iPhone, we are private. This is a privacy-oriented company. But we will look at every available piece of data. So that it's like... Yes, your data is safe from third parties, but it is not safe from Apple because that thing is phoning home all the time and sending information. Yeah. So if you trust Apple as a corporation, which I guess they, there are reasons to trust them more than Google, but if you think that the difference between Apple and Google is that Apple's not going to give your information to the government, 
I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, they've already, you know, put up a fake fight. Like, oh, don't make us break into the terrorists. Right. The iPhone 5C (laughs) phone. And that's what every Apple person points to. Well, they didn't give it up. And Tim Cook made a big deal. So there's a difference between brute force breaking into a physical phone. And I don't mean like breaking like physically, but just break hacking into a physical phone to get everything out of it. And taking data, making it phone home all the time, and then keeping that data on the Apple servers for whatever you want, and then turning that data over to the government when they ask for it. Yeah. That's different than brute force, having help in the FBI, brute force attack your own phone, how to unlock it. And they didn't. They didn't. To Apple's credit, they didn't help the FBI unlock the phone that they wanted to unlock. But at the same time, so the main thing too, and just so everybody knows, the the main reason if you want to get over Apple and Apple's tracking and you have an iPhone, the best thing you can do is just turn off iCloud. Like do not back up to iCloud because it mm. says some of it's encrypted, a lot of it is not. And we, that whole, remember the whole uh, the celebrities naked pictures leaked where we found out that these... All these celebrities took naked pictures of themselves. That whole thing was was not that those celebrities' phones were hacked. It was that the iCloud was hacked, and they figured out whose phones were celebrity phones and went in and found all those photos. iCloud is the weak link to your I, privacy. Yeah, iCloud is a misnomer because it is, by definition, it's on someone else's server once it's in the cloud. There's no such thing. Is it you that said that? There's no such thing as a cloud. It's just other people's computers. Well, that's what the net admin guy told me when I started working at. That's a great the way to put it. Company. It's very yeah. true. Yeah. No such thing as a cloud. So anyway, I use Graphene OS because that's better for me, and it has all of my stuff in one place. And if my phone breaks, I can't. I can't just uh, back it up from the iCloud or some other cloud because it doesn't back up to anywhere. So if it breaks, then I guess I, it breaks. I lose it. But it's kind of cool. I can use Android, but without all the Google stuff. And even if I do use Google stuff, I don't even have to sign into a Google account. You have an Android phone now, and I'm sure you had to sign into a Google account just to use half the apps, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it puts that uh, uh, Revelations Radio News co-host Google account... <laughs> which is my gmail right. address or whatever that i used right uh on stuff that i you know don't yeah, it, necessarily want it on but it's basically <laughs> yeah it's basically gonna try to use that across every single part of the platform to yeah. make that your default account which yeah i think i think the best thing you could do for your phone is maybe trying to run it through like AdGuard or something like that or proton vpn try to limit some of the some of the stuff but yeah it'll they'll get you yeah i mean it's yeah i'm obviously being uh tracked and traced because what i have to use every single day is navigation on there so it's i use google maps every day as well but i am not signed in so it is just just somebody using google maps Have you ever used Waze? Oh, yeah. Waze is basically Google Maps anyway. Welcome to 2012, Andrew. Yes, there's an app called Waze. (laughs) 
Well, here's the thing. It there are times where one is wrong and the other is right. Sometimes they're both wrong. So it's oh, as far as where they go, yeah, where they're going to take you. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. That is true, especially if you're headed out in the sticks. Because I, I, because Google bought ways, so right. I figured it would just be the same exact mapping, but it's it is not. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I don't know which one's worse. Neither one is very good. Like when you see your destination in the middle of the road, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a driveway right there and it's easy to figure out. Sometimes you're on the backside of someone's field and there is no road in sight and you have to drive three miles to get around to the other side to figure out, you know, where you can actually get to the person's house from. But so. Well, I think in some ways you should, we should, I mean, it's unfortunate for you, but it's also good that they haven't mapped every single yeah. <laughs> mile. No, I've, I've had people tell me like, like, hey, you found it. I was like, yeah, the GPS was a little off. And they're like, yeah, I like it that way. <laughs> like, yeah. I did actually have an appointment with the guy who used to ride around in one of those Google mapping cars. Nice. Do you have any stories for us? He said his uh, air conditioning broke. Mm-hmm. And he took it to the shop. The shop said, oh, you need a new condenser or whatever it was. $1,500. Google said, nope, tough it out. So he took it to another shop and they're like, no, you just need like some cheaper part. It was like a hundred bucks. So he just paid for it out of his own pocket. So he didn't have to ride around in misery through the Southern United States in a, with no air conditioning. But yeah. Wow. That was the story. Kind of negative about uh, the way Google treats their employees for sure. But. No. <laughs> Go on. So, yeah. All right. It's midnight. Well, is it a short show is better than no show. That's right? true. So that is true. Oh, we didn't even do any. Uh, we didn't do any donations. We didn't didn't even play the jingle. We got, we have just our our favorite people to thank. It should be super easy, super simple, super straightforward. Well, let's go ahead. Pull up yeah, Revelations Radio News co-host at gmail dot com. Andrew <laughs> nailed it. Revelations Radio News. All right. First off, we've got Danny in Medford, Oregon with $25. Thank you very much, Danny. This I think it was record time, by the way. It was like a show posted, $25. Like, just boom, boom. Almost like he was looking at his huh? phone. Boom. He has a good alert set up there. Yeah. So, now, you know... We didn't intentionally like, oh, let's just do a short show so Danny will still give us $25, but hopefully this will meet the minimum criteria there. (laughs) So, 
Uh, next up, we've got Caleb from Batavia, Ohio. Gave us $33 via Gibson Go. And he says, Hey, dudes, watch out for those aliens Tucker was talking about. They're going to mess with the tilt of the earth. Don't let them do yeah. that, man. Don't let them yeah. do that. Yeah. And I'll throw in another one because I'm realizing that because of my strange way of calling it out, I forgot to log it. But let's go ahead and give a, a producership credit to Chrissy. Chrissy from uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, because I called her out last week and I said, there's a donation <laughs> in the inbox at the P.O. box because I hadn't been there. And I nailed it. I and there was. I nailed the. I, said, <laughs> I called out the wrong amount, though. She gave $60. So there's actually three. I'll add her. So we'd had three people who donated to this week's show. Thank you, guys. We are a listener-supported podcast, and that is how we continue to make this whole thing work, is by getting donations from you. Help us to uh, contribute to our own time, talent, and treasure to keep this show going. Um, I think I heard a Chrissy donation to No Agenda. You're kidding me. I believe... uh, I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Yeah, there you go. But if so, I believe she gave us more than no agenda, so... That sounds like her. That sounds like her. Sounds like something she would do. Okay, and I did get an email from a gentleman named Tom. Uh, He said, I sent y'all $50 in Bitcoin. Don't give up on Bitcoin. We're still in the early days. James is the best. You two are great, though. I've been listening since. I've li- been listening <laughs> since. No argument here that that uh, James is better than than us. But right. yeah, I just really <laughs> listening since episode three hundred. Wow, so he's a, a new listener. Oh, nice. Grew up as much as I did in Edmond. I love the show and the Oklahoma talk. I think I may have passed Andrew on forty four driving on his spare tire a few weeks ago while taking my daughter to a soccer game in Tulsa. <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing please sincerely tom in norman awesome well thank you tom thank you tom thank if you we ever get our act together i think that the general plan is just let's just pick a no agenda meetup tell everyone to meet there and we'll have our revelations radio news table at the no agenda event yeah, that, that might be a good way to do it. Otherwise, we could just have everybody over to your house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just we kidding. could. <laughs> have everybody over to my house. But, uh, yeah, we should do it. We should set it up. But I think the better thing to do would be to set it up to like a, to like a restaurant. We can all go hang out at a, a good restaurant. Well, that's why the, you know, we just mooching off the no agenda scheduling works out because there there's some crossover but there's also you know we can have our own little smaller crew there so the elite of the no agenda (laughs) the elite of the no agenda listeners in oklahoma city well the yeah the the niche of the niche group so there we go yeah yeah but uh, yeah, Tom and Norman—that's not—that's not far. Not far at all. You may have already sold them a water filtration system. <laughs> so they have decent water in Norman. He might not need one, but we'll we'll see. 
going to look back through here. I thought there was at least I, one, one I would more. certainly give him a, a free water test. I'd be happy to test his water. There you go. Yeah. I thought we had another email back here, but I am not seeing it, so I guess we'll have to move on. Well, that's okay. So thank you, everybody. Yep. Thank you for donating. Thank you for listening. I had some other stuff, but uh, we'll call it good. Yeah, Some good stories in the show notes if you choose to peruse that sort of thing. So, Have you heard about uh, the, the temperature lately outside? Uh, what do you mean? The temperature? Uh, prices have gone up. Has gone up. <laughs> It's 72 right now. Yes, 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 yes. But it's 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 actually been relatively cool. We've had some some rain, some thunderstorms. It's been an interesting time. Yeah, yeah. Lots of rain, lots of mosquitoes out there. That's true. These days. That's true. So, okay. Well, I don't want to put anybody to, to sleep while they're dri- driving to work, listening to this podcast, and we're just both blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, thank you guys yeah. for listening. Thank you, Andrew, for uh, sticking it out, doing a show, starting at ten thirty in the at night. Yeah, sorry and I was late, but no worries. Thanks for Hope doing a show. Out there so. has a wonderful uh, week, and we will get back to you hopefully again next week. All right. Thank you, everybody. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say